When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everybody. Jamie Hoyle here from the Lightning Round Podcast. I thought I'd shoot a quick video to talk a little bit about what to watch for Friday night when the Chargers play the Saints in their final preseason game. So going over the roster on our 53-man projection uh, show earlier today, I kind of came up with the idea that I think we have somewhere between 48 to 50 roster spots on this team that are pretty much already locked in. Yeah, there are guys fighting for playing time, and there are guys that are jockeying for whether they're going to be you know, second or third or fourth on the depth chart. But I think for the most part, the majority of the roster spots are spoken for. There are three spots that I think are definitely up for grabs, and there are two uh, that are a little bit more questionable, but that might also be up for grabs. And I think these are the spots that we really want to look for uh, when the Chargers play the Saints on Friday night. So let's go ahead and get started. I think the first spot, and one of the more important spots, is the battle for the fifth linebacker spot. I think we already know who the top four linebackers are going to be going into the season, right, on the 53. I think you're looking at Drew Tranquil. I think you're looking at Kyle Van Noy, Troy Reader, and Kenneth Murray now that he's back with the team. That leaves one spot. Two guys fighting for that spot. You've got Nick Neiman and Amin Agbamamiga both fighting for that spot. Um, I think... These guys are probably pretty close in terms of who's up for that fifth spot. But looking at who played more on defense last year, looking at how the the special team snaps were distributed as the season went on, I have a feeling that we might see Amen Agbamiga win this fifth linebacker spot. And it's because I think the coaches trust him more on defense than they do Nick, Nick Beeman based on how they were used on defense last year. I also think that if you look at the 
at their stats so far for the preseason. I think Ben Miga has been playing a little better. He had a six tackle performance against the Cowboys last week. He was involved in a couple of run stops and he generally looked pretty good. Um, Neiman has been on the field a lot. Don't recall him making any specific plays, uh, but he's, he's certainly been on the field and he's been around the football a little bit. So he definitely has a chance to make that roster spot. Just, just have a feeling that uh, Agba Mamiga might w- end up winning out because they might trust him a little bit more on defense. So we'll see how that plays out. I think for those two guys, you're going to want to see who performs better on special teams on Friday. And I think really big for them, you're going to want to see how Neiman fares against the run. And you're going to want to see how they use Agba Mamiga against the pass. I think we know Agba Mamiga can come downhill and make plays and He's going to be generally effective against the run. Uh, he's a little bit more of a liability, or at least he has been in years past in coverage. So that I think that's going to be a key factor for him making the team. Um, Neiman's a little bit better athlete. He's a little bit better in space, a little better in coverage, uh, not quite as stout against the run. So I think that's a big thing for, for Neiman. So keep an eye out on that fifth linebacker spot. I think that's a spot where we could see some movement um, after the final preseason game. And it'll certainly be interesting to see whether Nick Neiman or Amon Aguamamiga winds up winning that spot. The next spot we're going to talk about is the fifth and likely final defensive tackle spot. So going into camp, I thought they might carry six. Uh, Of course, that was hoping they wouldn't carry three quarterbacks, they wouldn't carry four running backs, and they wouldn't have to carry four tight ends. Now, I don't think there's enough room to carry six defensive tackles. So I think they're only going to carry five, and there are really only three guys in, in the mix for that fifth spot. Those three guys are, of course, Jerry Tillery, Joe Gaziano, and Braden Fehoko. And I think what you really have right now is I think you have Braden Fehoko and Joe Gaziano kind of neck and neck for that final, that fifth and final spot. Um, Fehoko was really good in the first preseason game, played a lot of snaps, was very active against the run, was pretty good collapsing the pocket and creating pressure up the middle, was very good. He was not as good week two, got pushed around a little bit, didn't show up in the pass rush at all, really was not a factor, was kind of invisible, kind of took a big step back against the Cowboys twos and threes on the offensive line. Um, Kind of a reverse pattern for Gaziano. Gaziano was pretty good in the first game, but didn't really stand out a whole lot. And then last week, he wound up with, I think, five pressures in seven pass rush attempts, had a sack, hit the quarterback twice, had a couple tackles for loss. He was really, really good. I think this ultimately comes down to who plays better in the third preseason game. And it might very well come down to who provides the most versatility and the most pass rush. I think both guys are high effort, high energy players. Uh, Gaziano is a little more versatile in that he has the ability to play inside and outside. I think he's a better natural pass rusher, and he's certainly shown more pass rushing chops so far in the preseason. So for Fehoko, can he get to the quarterback? Can he affect the quarterback? Can he push the pocket? For Gaziano, how versatile is he and how effective will he be against the run? I think that final spot comes down to those two guys. Um, Jerry Tillery hasn't played much in the preseason. When he has been on the field, he has not been very active or productive. I think he has one tackle in each game. He's been getting pushed around on the run. He really has not stood out as a pass rusher at all, which is supposed to be his strength. And I think if Gaziano has another game on Friday, like he did last weekend, there's a good chance he makes it and makes it easier for them to cut Jerry Tillery because he provides that pass rush 
on that last defensive line spot that they might not be comfortable losing if they cut Tillery and Gazayano does not stand out. So really answering those questions about the pass rush for both those guys, I think is a big deal and could, could go a long way towards convincing the chargers that they don't actually need Jerry Tillery on this roster. The next spot is the fourth edge spot. And there's some question about whether or not they'll carry a fourth edge. You know, we know Chris Rump is the third edge. Uh, we know that Kyle Van Noy is probably going to be playing a lot of linebacker, but he also has the ability to play on the edge. So as Garrett mentioned in our 53 man projections this week, they could very well just keep three edge players. I think they carry a fourth for depth purposes. Uh, and I think there are two guys who are making a case for that. I think those two guys are Demal Davis and Carlo Kemp. Davis, I think is a little bit better as a, a little bit better fit in this system as a stand-up edge guy, a little longer, a little leaner, a little bit more explosive off the line. Technique is not polished. He's a guy who needs a lot of work, but there for a team that seems to be focused on finding and developing traits. I think that, um, <clears throat> I think that Davis is a guy who has traits that they would like to develop. Kemp is a little bigger again, like Gaziano, a little bit more versatile plays around 280, 285 can play some three technique can play outside a little bit. He's a guy who's very aware, very smart player around the football. Last week he had a quarterback hit had, I think a tackle for loss and, and batted the pass down. He seemed like he was all over the field affecting plays. Those kinds of things stand out when you're looking for that final roster spot. So I think Kemp is a guy who probably entered camp looking to hopefully make the practice squad. Now I think he's entering this last final push where he could potentially earn the fourth spot. So for him, I think it's can Kemp hold up against the run and can he affect the passer? And I think, uh, you know, for Davis, I think we want to see those pass rushing chops. Can he get to the quarterback? Can he affect the quarterback? How is he going to look as a fourth edge rusher? Cause I think with the way that the chargers like to rotate and keep their, their edge players fresh. And I, we know Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack are both going to need to be kept fresh at different points during the season. I think having the fourth edge on the roster and not having to, not having to rely on Van Noy to be the fourth edge when they're going to need him at linebacker is going to be a big deal. So, so far the first three spots, and these are the three spots that are definitely up for grabs. In my opinion, we talked about linebacker five defensive tackle five and the fourth edge spot. And these last two spots we're going to talk about, they're kind of questionable about whether or not they're even out there, but I think there are guys who are vying for them. So we'll go ahead and talk about them. One is somebody everybody's talking about right now. It's Michael Bandy uh, vying for a spot as a wide receiver on the step chart. I think Bandy is very deserving. He's one of those kind of bubble guys towards the end of the roster who, in my opinion, has earned a roster spot. He should be on this roster. And as Garrett mentioned during our 53-man projections, it's entirely possible that they could keep him for a week or two and then try to stash him on the practice squad later. I'm just not sure there's enough room to keep six wide receivers, and I don't think they're going to cut any of the top five, those, of course, being Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, Jalen Guyton, Joshua Palmer, and DeAndre Carter. So can Bandy make it? I think he's earned it. I think he should be there. We've heard Brandon Staley talk about him being one of them and being excited about the way he's playing. I just think that the way that they are managing the roster and the way that they are pretty much locked into keeping three quarterbacks and four running backs and having to keep four tight ends because of the health concerns with, um, with Donald Parham and Trey McKitty, I think it's going to be hard for them to keep that sixth um, wide receiver unless they decide to go with, for example, three three edges and not carry a fourth. 
So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. And last but not least is the sixth cornerback spot. I think there are five guys that are locks to make the, the roster as cornerbacks. Those five guys are, of course, J.C. Jackson, Michael Davis, Asante Samuel Jr., Bryce Callahan, and sixth-round pick, Jasir Taylor, who has looked really good in the slot. The Chargers seem to think he can play pretty much all over the defense. He's also played well uh, as a gunner on special teams. And they, they like his versatility. They like his size, his speed. Brandon Staley has been raving about him. He seems like he's making an interception a week in practices, and he's looked really good diagnosing and getting to the football in games uh, so far in the preseason. So Jasheer Taylor is definitely on this roster. The question is, can they and will they carry a sixth? And if so, who would that be? Entering camp, it looked like it might be Dean Leonard. I don't think Dean Leonard is somebody that you necessarily have to put on the roster. And I don't think that he is a guy who has necessarily endeared himself to the coaches in the preseason. He struggled with getting his head around, even though he's been in position and he, his process has been good up to the point of when the football arrives. He's had a hard time getting his head around. He's made some bad pass interference penalties. He's had a terrible uh, special teams penalty and he whiffed a tackle big time on the long punt return against the Cowboys last week as well. So Leonard, I think, is kind of iffy. I think he's more likely to wind up on the practice squad, and they can probably cut him and put him on the practice squad without worrying too much about it. That leaves Kimon Hall, a guy who was one of the, one of the leaders on the team in special team snaps last year, uh, played a lot at corner, probably a lot more than either he or the team thought he would. And he is a guy who I think adds a lot of special team value. He's flashed a little bit in the preseason. The coaches seem to like him. And like I said, he played a lot more than he was supposed to last year. And I think the coaches probably want to reward him by keeping him. I'm just not sure there is room to keep six corners. So Hall is the guy that I would keep an eye out for uh, Friday night. See how he plays. How does he look in coverage? Does he make any special teams plays? How is the tackling? Things like that. See how he looks getting a lot of snaps because the Chargers are short on corners. They're short in the secondary in general, and Hall is probably going to be out there quite a bit. So it'll be important to see how he does, how he handles that, and if he can earn that sixth spot. So to wrap it up, three spots to definitely look, definitely look for. The fifth linebacker spot, the fifth defensive tackle spot, and the fourth edge spot, and then two kind of fringy that they may or may not be looking to fill that may or may not even be available, six wide receiver and six cornerback. That's it. Thank you guys so much for watching the show. Make sure that you subscribe and like us on YouTube. Make sure you find the podcast anywhere you get your podcast from. We appreciate the support as always. Uh, go Chargers. And we'll look forward to recapping the 53-man roster when they come out with it next week. Thanks a lot.